There are times when all of us, no matter where we are, look back to where we came from. For the majority of people, it is hopefully filled with happy memories that are held dear of childhood homes and growing up and learning how to be an adult. I think that it is important to look back into one's own history to at the very least reminisce and hopefully to be able to pull some guidance to help when life throws its curveballs. I look back to my hometown with pride and happy memories. Sure, there are always the memories we wished we didn't have, but those help to define us right along with the good memories. Some people that I have talked to throughout my life have stated that they couldn't wait to leave their hometowns, but I had a different view of mine. Sure, I wanted to grow up and see where the world would take me, but I was happy growing up where I did and still revere my hometown as the place that made me. So I thought, why not do a series for history's mysteries involving my hometown? There are some reasons to do this. One, it's a shout out to my hometown and family and friends that still live there. Two, I know a great deal about the town and so the telling will come easier. And three, it bolsters more pride for my hometown and let's face it, everywhere in the world has a historical mystery of some type. I thought before I started this venture that it would be easy to whip up some narrative about my hometown and the mysteries, but when you know, I had to research just as much, if not more, and there were many things I learned about my hometown that were in my own backyard that I had never realized before. Isn't it funny how we do that? I grew up for 18 years in my hometown, and never once have I sat through a whole performance of the nightly gunfight outside the Irma Hotel in Cody, Wyoming. I have never hiked through Cedar or Rattlesnake Mountains or toured the entire Buffalo Bill Historical Museum. I was able to develop more pride for my town through my research into many facets of its rich cultural and natural history. In 1894, William Frederick Cody, also known as Buffalo Bill, was visiting what is now Sheridan, Wyoming, and a proposition was made. That proposition by the Sheridan businessmen was to develop a township in the northern Bighorn Basin region of Wyoming. While Buffalo Bill was accompanying the businessmen, they showed him the site of what they hoped would be the future town. Buffalo Bill was taken aback by the beauty and was eager to join forces with the businessmen to create a town. Other than the immense beauty of the area, Buffalo Bill could see the value of a town that had such close proximity to Yellowstone National Park, which was already attracting a record amount of tourists and was growing in tourism every year. He was also interested in the fact that there were great opportunities for hunting and fishing and the ranching and farming that had a potential in the area. To make the area work for the ranching and farming, however, they had to figure out a way to get enough water in the area to be viable. Luckily, the Shoshone River, named the Stinking River by the Crow Native American tribe, was close by and being ever the driven type, Buffalo Bill was able to co-found the Shoshone Land and Irrigation Company in 1895. Later in 1895, the plans for the town were moved two miles to the east due to some land disputes and unwillingness to sell. Shortly thereafter, construction of the Cody Canal began which was designed to carry water from the South Fork of the Shoshone River. In May 1896, plans were drawn up on the site of the present town of Cody. Buffalo Bill was investing a great deal of money into the construction of the town and also the potential growth of the town. Soon after construction was underway, the Chicago, Burlington, and Quincy Railroad approached the founders with interest in bringing a spur of the railway down from Montana. To ensure this business venture, Buffalo Bill's company decided to sell a good amount of the land it owned to the railroad company, and on November 11, 1901, the Cody Depot was opened. 
1899, Buffalo Bill founded the Cody Enterprise, a newspaper that is still subscribed to all the way here in 2017. By 1900, the town had a population of roughly 300 permanent residents, and in 1901, it had reached enough population to become an incorporated town, and the Chicago, Burlington, and Quincy Railroad had completed its spur from Montana to Cody. Later, on November 18, 1911, Buffalo Bill opened the Irma Hotel, and it was said to be the most modern hotel of the day in the entire Rockies. With the passage of the 1902 New Lands Reclamation Act created by the U.S. Reclamation Service, water rights were now available and Buffalo Bill assigned his water rights in 1904 to the Reclamation Service and the Buffalo Bill Dam was planned and construction began. The town started to grow at a more rapid rate after the railroad was established and the dam was being constructed and in 1909 the Wyoming legislature created part of the county and made Cody its county seat, and in 1911 the county was fully up and running. Another surge of population started in 1912 when oil was discovered in what is known as the Oregon Basin, and the population remained growing steadily until World War I. Sadly, on January 10, 1917, Buffalo Bill died, and immediately after, five of the most prominent members of the town created the Buffalo Bill Memorial Association. They raised the funds necessary for a memorial statue to Buffalo Bill, and on July 4, 1924, the statue was dedicated, and three years later, the Buffalo Bill Museum was created. Today, Cody continues to be the seat of Park County, and the census of 2010 put the population at around 9,520 permanent residents. It continues to be the east gate to Yellowstone National Park, and the main industry, as Buffalo Bill could foresee, is tourism, followed by oil and gypsum. Cody is comprised of about 10.5 square miles, with three quarters of that being land and a quarter of that being water. The elevation of Cody is roughly 5,016 feet, with the main part of the town divided into three levels, with a 60-foot difference between them. The Shoshone River flows through Cody in a fairly deep canyon, and the whole town is located at the western edge of the Bighorn Basin, which is surrounded by the Bighorn, Owl Creek, Bridger, and Absorca Mountain Ranges. The deep canyon formed by the Shoshone River provides the only passage to Yellowstone National Park's east entrance and the entire town has an amazing view of the picturesque Heart Mountain. The town has continued themes of pioneer, cowboy, and Western history in the cultural events and activities. What started out as the Buffalo Bill Museum is now comprised of five comprehensive museums in the same complex and includes the Draper Natural History Museum, the Plains Indian Museum, the Cody Firearms Museum, the Whitney Western Art Museum, and the Buffalo Bill Museum. The complex used to be named the Buffalo Bill Historical Center and now has been dubbed the Buffalo Bill Center of the West, and it is one of the favorite stopping points for tourists visiting the town or just passing through on their way to Yellowstone. Rodeo goes deep in the roots of Cody and is still embedded in the culture. Dubbed the rodeo capital of the world, Cody has a nightly rodeo with amateur cowboys and cowgirls every night from June 1st through August 31st. 
On July 1st through the 4th, the rodeo hosts the Cody Stampede and brings in the most professional and famous rodeo personalities in the country and the world. And it is one of the largest rodeos in the nation on Independence Day and has been so every year since 1919. I could literally go on and on with all of the interesting facts about historic and modern day Cody. And believe me, having grown up in the town, I know a lot. Not as much as I did before my research, but a great deal nonetheless. So, it is time to start talking about the mysteries from the area that I have selected to talk about, and believe me, they are fun and have some paranormal aspects to them that add to the mystery and intrigue. I have decided that the first mystery I want to tell you about involves an iconic building in the town, and that would be none other than the Irma Hotel. With Buffalo Bill living in Cody was his youngest daughter, Irma Cody. He decided he wanted to do something grand to honor her because he loved her so much. So in 1902, Buffalo Bill commissioned the Irma Hotel to be built on the main street of town. And he was quoted saying that it is just the sweetest hotel that ever was. When he first built the hotel, he had a vision that it would appeal to a variety of worldly types, including Yellowstone visitors, big game hunters, tourists, and of course, as always, businessmen who were involved in the likes of ranching and mining and various other business ventures. Building a hotel has definitely got its perks and Buffalo Bill was able to have two suites set aside for his personal use as well as a personal office. He planned to have all travelers stay at his establishments, which included the Irma Hotel, Wapiti Inn, and Pahaska Teepee. The Irma Hotel is part of the National Park Registry of Historical Places. The hotel was designed by Alfred Wilderman Woods, who was originally a church architect. Some of the exterior walls are made of river rock and sandstone quarried from the local Beck Lake. The fireplace is made of rocks, ores, minerals, and fossils brought from all around the Bighorn Basin. The Irma Hotel also boasts a beautiful cherrywood bar constructed in France, which was gifted by Queen Victoria and the entire royal family due to Buffalo Bill's international shows and the acclaim he had received. The hotel was built in three installments, with the first part being constructed in 1902, the second part, the northwest section, in 1929, and the third part, the southwest section, in 1976 and 1977. The current dining room that is still in use today was originally the saloon and billiards room. When the hotel was originally constructed, it had 40 rooms and each room is named for a historical character from Buffalo Bill's time, including Buffalo Bill himself. His name is still on his historic suite. Buffalo Bill financed construction of the Irma Hotel from proceeds at his Wild West shows, and he even held auditions for his Wild West show near the hotel. In 1913, Buffalo Bill signed over the hotel to his estranged wife, Louisa, due to their divorce settlement. After Buffalo Bill's death in 1917, the hotel went to Barney Link in a foreclosure and he sold it back to Louisa and she remained in the hotel until her death in 1925. The main attraction nightly in the summer is right outside in the street to the west side of the hotel, and that is the gunfight. The entire street is cordoned off nightly to accommodate the spectacle and it is viewed by thousands every year. The nightly gunfight isn't the only attraction, however. There are said to be spirits that inhabit the hotel and have been seen over the years by numerous people. The Entity of Irma 
In room 16 of the Irma Hotel, there is said to be sightings of an apparition that is thought to be that of Irma Cody herself. She reportedly likes to visit the guests who stay in her room and can often be seen sitting in her favorite spot that is occupied by a rocking chair and she seems to be happy and non-threatening. Colonel Cody's Hallway There is a hallway that runs outside of the Colonel Cody room and it is reportedly an active spot. Footsteps can be heard going up and down the hallway in the middle of the night. Loud knocking in the hallway is also reported as it often wakes up the guests occupying rooms in that hallway. The Entity of Buffalo Bill It is said that Buffalo Bill has been seen in multiple spots in the hotel. He has been seen by a server who was setting up the dining room, which was previously the saloon and billiards room, for an event. The server looked over and saw the face of Buffalo Bill watching him from the long mirror behind the counter. The server was so frightened that he ran out of the room, but it is reported that Buffalo Bill is only watching that work is done correctly and he doesn't interfere. He has also been reported to visit his old suite and will quite often pick on women who have a striking resemblance to his previous wife, Louisa. The Entity of the Confederate Soldier Though there is not much in the way of reports about this particular entity, it is reported that throughout the oldest part of the hotel, there is an entity of a Confederate soldier that watches people, but he is never menacing. The Entity of the Sour Former Bully Guest There is some historical reference to a previous guest of the hotel that was very cruel to people and bullied everyone from staff to other patrons of the hotel. He was even reported to hang people off his sweet balcony with his belt, supposedly killing some. He has been felt by guests and others investigating the hauntings, and it is generally a menacing feeling. He has also appeared briefly to some guests and will often talk to paranormal investigators in the form of electronic voice phenomenon. So, what do you think? Are these reports of entities true stories? I will leave that up to you to decide. Nevertheless, these stories are part of the Cody, Wyoming lore and has gone down as one of history's mysteries. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. And please tune in again as I will be continuing my hometown mysteries with another eerie tale from Cody, Wyoming that holds its place in history's mysteries.